0: is wrapped up and we got an introduction into some new things this fantasy football season of course we got lamar jackson's first start we also got the first james connor clunker didn't think that was possible but here we are and we also got some of the most ridiculous loser of the week nominees ever could end up being some losers of the year we'll figure out who took those esteemed titles and more let's run out the score You're listening to Run Up the Score, a fantasy football podcast. Hello, 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 everybody. Welcome to Run the Score. It's Donald here with Scott. Oh, I'm anxious, Don. Are you anxious about Tom? Yes. Yeah, me too. Tom, are you there? Hey, everybody! Oh, Thank oh, God. You know, I heard oh. I heard our boy was getting operated on. I want to make sure you know we made it out okay. Typically, that's your job for yeah. the show. Yeah, that's that's my duty, Tom. I'm yeah. supposed to be the one getting poked and prodded, not you. Yeah, now we got two guys we're, playing
1: uh, hurt. We're always questionable, but we go on the game day.
0: Yeah, me and Tom are both on the IR to return. You know, we're in that IR R, but it's it's going to be wild. always questionable is such a good tagline for the show. I think we just backed into some serious branding. <laughs> that is pretty good. I think I'd make that a team name. Always too. right or no? Sometimes right, always questionable. Something like that. We'll workshop like it later. I anyway, like uh, week eleven. What an interesting week of football. Uh, the game, the slate on Sunday, not the best, but the storyline that came out of no, it. Right? It delivered there so were, hard. There were some special, special deliveries. Oh, and yeah. speaking of special deliveries, this is an unbelievable week for losers. I look around at us. You know what I see? Losers. So let's get into it. Loser of the week. Tom, I'll give you the option. Do you want to start?
1: Yeah, of course. All right. Uh, he started off the week at a, at a low point for many, many lineups. Jerk. And that's Marquez Valdez-Scantling. Yes. My plum pick. Um, Brutal. Yeah. The, um, the biggest problem with this, though, is that he actually wound up playing in the slot while Randall Cobb was inactive. So what we're going to have to monitor here is, you know, the hope is that he plays in Geronimo Allison's stead and not in Randall Cobbs because you see some players succeed in the slot. You see some fail. And boy, did he fail for fantasy purposes. He had three targets, one catch, eight yards. That's not going to do it for you. Terrible. And um, yeah, I mean, I would have confidence with him going forward. Uh, maybe not every week starter, but obviously in these preview episodes, we'll tell you when and where to plug him in. Um, I just don't think you've stumbled into the you know auto start with Aaron Rodgers territory because Honestly, Aaron Rodgers has not I mean, he's been an auto start, of course, because he's Aaron Rodgers, but he hasn't been Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers. It's been I on think, name
0: alone. I think Aaron Jones has replaced the wide receiver two in the Packers offense as the third must start option of the Packers offense. Obviously it's Rodgers. Obviously it's Devontae that team is Adams. Awesome. But Aaron Jones, I think, is that third guy that you should start every week because they always have three. And, you know, MVS, this was the first week that he, you know, since he came on, we'll call it since like week four or five, that he saw less than six targets, I'm pretty sure. So it was a really weird game for that Packers offense. They hit the skids in the second half. They couldn't score a point. Yeah.
1: It was the most he's played in the slot, though, and that's what I contributed to. So I'll be weary of, you know – slot concerns yeah. with him so That's... we're
0: thinking maybe it's better off for him if randall cobb's in the game yes i think so all right we'll have to pay attention to that for sure so 1.3 standard or sorry half point ppr points uh scott your loser of the week scored fewer points than that yeah and he had the best matchup for his position that he could possibly have carson wentz walks into a beauty he's got these weapons he's got everything he's playing the saints who put up a ton of points every week and guess what they've delivered again the saints throw up a huge number he's throwing all game and he does nothing he doesn't even get one standard quarterback scoring point he finishes the game with 0.84 in standard quarterback scoring leagues against the best matchup he's been a qb1 all year this is bizarre it's mind-blowing it's shocking and i think it's the biggest loser of the year We'll have to bookmark this because, number one, that was a fantastic rant. Number two, <laughs> you could not be more correct. We will, we will look back on this day and be like, how? How? How is this This possible? will be in the awards. It will be, for sure. I agree. I think, I really think that, that he's, this is a candidate loser of the year. Carson Wentz tanks you. Yeah. Against the easiest matchup in the league. Plus, picking our picking our individual nominations this early kind of makes the, doing that show a little bit easier because yeah. a lot of production <laughs> went into that show. I don't know how much we remember from that one.
1: That yeah, was a no good kidding. one though.
0: We got lucky; it was a snow day that day. Yeah, no, yeah, you're right. That but, was a uh, snow day. We'll be at, we'll have to build it as the year goes on. I'll I'll get some stuff together as we're going. I'll build a snow fort too. Yeah. Um, <laughs> my pick had less than Carson Wentz, Eric Ebron, Stunner, a targetless bagelsville not an appearance in the game a complete disappearance ebron goes full magician this makes him disappear. points in this game and he didn't get a target didn't get a target i don't understand it he was a focal point of the offense yes the titans defense was good against the tight end they were 31st going into this game jack doyle had come back but we thought that we had it finally figured out with eric ebron and he eric ebron again yes I, my heart is shattered and because, Eric Ebron's unaffected because he knows this is what he does yeah
1: <laughs> it's
0: like and he's been building us up for weeks normally he scores a touchdown and clunks yeah you know right after so we can just move on but he's built this up and built this up you, you match with a girl on bumble oh god I you go that. out on a date you have a great time then you never hear from him again That's and a then different. you then you finally build your confidence back up and you and you start seeing somebody and you agree to see somebody else and then it happens again that's Eric Ebron. Yeah. That's it. Stop
1: going back to the well. It's the Second time. I'm a hinge man myself. <laughs> and
0: um, and Tom, your boy, QB six, tried to bail him out. Ebron throws a, a Philly special pass to him. Luck almost oh my full God. extension. Diving touchdown. Me and Don were ready to blow the roof off of my place if he caught that ball. But you know, he you know, he Ebron couldn't, overthrew him. Andrew Luck couldn't even save Ebron this week from that bagel. Honestly, if he catches
1: that, he gets promoted from Captain Andrew Luck to Major Andrew Luck.
0: (laughs) Commodore Andrew Luck. He gets off the battlefield (laughs) with that one?
1: (laughs) He gets a medal. He gets a a, a valor, a a silver star, a bronze star at the least.
0: Oh, my God. Man, catch Monday. Just real quick, by the way. Andrew Luck, seven straight games with at least three passing touchdowns. He is on a torrid pace, which makes me think – don't worry about Ebron. I would be starting him again next week. This is the tight end position. These guys clunk, they go off. They clunk, they go and off. And they also
1: get Miami, so it's a friendly matchup for the tight ends. Give and another shot. Andrew Luck is good to his tight ends. He's good to his Joes. Oh, yeah. Just, ugh. I mean, this is brutal.
0: This is this is up there for loser of the year. I think Carson Wentz and Ebron could both a be A combined in 2.14 points between the three losers of the week that the three of us picked. Brutal. Uh, Unbelievable. And we didn't even have to go back to, well, for the Raiders. No. <laughs> I wish the Raiders I could. You've got to be quiet on the Raiders. They won a game this I week. I don't have to be quiet on the Raiders. <laughs> don't you?
1: Well, you know what? Doug Martin, we can get into it now. Uh, we can start off with some of the uh, the heroes here. And Doug Martin leaves the game.
0: Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Moving up in the world, Tom. Guy gets surgery, and all of a sudden. New shoulder, new man. It's like Rookie of the Year. That movie <laughs> with the baseball kid. I was talking about it's that. It's the pills. Yesterday. It's yeah. the pills. <laughs>
1: um, you know, Doug Martin leaves this game at the half. He was my plum pick. He was doing great. Oh, yeah. I mean, he, uh, for Doug Martin purposes, the game script was going Plums just the way I liked it. This week. And uh, he leaves the game, which leaves you with a lot to be desired, but Jalen Richard runs the ball nicely. I mean, if Doug Martin misses time, Jalen Rashard is someone that you got to pick up. Um, he can help you out down the stretch. Doug Martin's not a spring chicken. You know, wow. uh, he's no guarantee to be back in your lineup, and it's certainly no guarantee uh, that he has these positive game scripts. Like this was the one chance, so it's mostly going to be a Jalen Rashard ordeal. And if now he's getting early down work then he becomes a lot more valuable in Doug oh, Martin's yeah, right. absence. Oh.
0: I, I like how you highlighted Jalen Rashard because I think a lot of people will look at DeAndre Washington getting 10 carries in this game and say he's the direct lepla- replacement to Doug Martin. But I don't think so. You know, you, Like you said, you saw Jalen Rashard get early down work. He still has the stranglehold on the passing work. So I agree with you. I think Jalen Rashard is the
1: definite add from this backfield. And think about it. How many Yeah, because you can never – Go ahead, Tom. You can never count on the game script for that exactly. team. Exactly. Yeah. How many more, more games point. do
0: we really think the Raiders are going to win? Zero. Exactly. You, I, you really thought I was going to lay off the Raiders this week? Come on, Scott. You know me better than that. They We're got gonna a W. Stay, whatever. We're going to stay <laughs> in the NFC in the AFC West because Royce Freeman comes back, looks pretty good. Lindsey obviously looked better. The trend continues for he this year. He ain't going but, anywhere. I think that's Royce the Freeman's main not point. Going anywhere, Royce yeah. Freeman is not going anywhere. He keeps scoring touchdown. He has goal line usage no is he is he getting these as many carries as Philip Lindsay not really but the split was pretty close to even this yep. week even though Lindsay absolutely dominated him once again uh by the way Lindsay looking like a waiver wire hero of the year oh, he's yeah. been absolutely incredible oh, oh yeah but you know if you're in a deep league if you're in a 12 man league and you're in a position where you need a goal line plunge I think Rose Freeman is a great play for that reason absolutely and yeah, also, I was who-
1: really scared, really, really scared, because I was ready to just give up on uh, Philip Lindsay. Not give up, but kind of throw my hands in the air with frustration, because you see him score from I think it was like 40. Uh, 39 or 41 yards out, and uh, then you. The next drive that they get into the red zone, it becomes Royce Freeman. So it's like, dang, he's going to have to do that if he's going to score in the future. But then they get into the red zone later on. They get into a wildcat formation, direct snap to Philip Lindsay. Um, If they're going to use him creatively, he's going to succeed. It doesn't look like they're afraid of him. It looks like I was just, you know, getting up in my own fears. So for now, Philip Lindsay is still full now.
0: Philip Lindsay in half your leagues, you know, you're going to panic a little bit. I don't blame you, Tom. <laughs> yeah. Introing the segments, talking about his fears, Tom. You're doing a great Don impression right now. <laughs> we don't have enough thank time you, for you to talk no. about your fears. I don't, <laughs> uh, but I'm not scared of Josh Adams anymore. Oh man, he went out and won that backfield against. He was the only Eagle who played well yesterday against the Saints. No kidding. That man. 40-yard touchdown, a huge, a monster play for me in a league where I am razor thin <laughs> at running back. I started Josh <laughs> Adams, despite the fact that I said I didn't. I I couldn't plumb pick him against right. the Saints. He bails me out with a touchdown. He looked very good. He got more targets than he ever had in I mean, the last three I mean, he got, got more targets than Smallwood yeah. and Clement. He got more carries than Smallwood and Clement. And he did more with the work that he got than Smallwood and Clement. So that kind of means that it's going to trend in the right direction for him to get more touches. Doug Peterson even said it before last week that he wanted to get Adams more involved. He does. He scores a long touchdown. He is the only pulse on a completely dead offense during the game. So – I mean, Adams, why not at this point? I, if he's out there, just add him. Keep him yeah. on your bench if you're RB heavy. Who knows what happens down the stretch? Right. Absolutely. Yeah. I fe- I mean, I fell in love with him. I've fallen. I've, I'm head over heels.
1: The targets are a huge deal for yeah. me because the the knock on him was that he wasn't going to get them, and now that he is, um, you can be the first to the the first to the prize here because some people are going to still read the old news, but you you're listening to a podcast that has up to the minute information, and you're gonna have that competitive edge out there on the waiver wire.
0: All right, two guys leave it on Twitter and on this podcast, so we don't miss much. <laughs> no, we do not,
1: and I'm not one of them. So good job, guys. Yes. <laughs>
0: uh, did you know who Gus Edwards was before 1 o'clock on Sunday afternoon? So I remember Not going to pretend I did. I remember him from earlier in the year because he did have, like, a 10-carry game out of nowhere in the middle of the season. And we were all like, who the hell is this Gus Edwards guy? Why is it not Buck Allen? Why is it not Alex Collins? You know, we were angry. And you can be angry again because Gus Edwards sees 17 carries, more carries than any Ravens running back has seen since Alex Collins in, like, week four. So he gets a huge running share they run the ball like crazy in this game and you know if lamar jackson is going to be in they're obviously going to run the football a ton and if this guy's going to get work he plays oakland next week so if you're desperate if you have kareem hunt if you have todd Gurley next week on by those are the only two teams on by the rams and chiefs maybe roll gus edwards out there for another possible 20 touch game because you could do worse is it the second team reps that he got with lamar jackson that led them to playing him more in this game I mean, we talk about it all the time. That was may, probably maybe. the running back that Lamar Jackson was playing with in practice. But a lot of read option yeah. mesh points. So right. maybe, maybe he exactly. has more reps with that guy. John. Alex Harbaugh Collins has out- had
1: fumbling issues this year, so yes. that does stand to reason. Um, uh, Lamar Jackson is the only Ravens uh, player to have 20 rushing attempts this year. So he's already <laughs> carried any running back um, for the team. So he's going to be... I can't In wait. a lot of I ways, wait a weird. So we could just talk about him for.
0: Hours. I, I legitimately was like, maybe we should just lead off with recapping Lamar. Jackson mini to start <laughs> mini, the show. mini episode, of yeah. Lamar Jackson. Well, I God. was
1: literally just ready to go. I was <laughs> yeah. about to go do it.
0: Yeah. No, let's uh, save it. Let's save it because I got a, I got a lot too. And and there's some really interesting receivers on the waiver wire. Uh, the one plumb pick I can think of that actually worked out was Traquan Smith. Oh my! And what a game he had Ooh. against the Eagles. Um, j- 10 catches for 157 yards and a tud. uh, just had his way with the Eagles. This and could happen in this offense, you know, yeah. like this as easily as Michael a targetless Thomas, bagel Michael. Yeah, exactly. Michael Thomas and Kamara are so good that they could take the entire game away from Trey Con Smith. Or leave him with a huge amount of opportunity yeah, they for were, the other team spending so yeah. much attention on these other players that he just explodes. He's not a scrub. It's very clear. Yeah, the Eagles opened that game double-teaming Kamara and Michael Thomas on every pass play. And if that's going to happen, Traquan Smith's going to torch you. That guy Kirkwood had four catches on their first three drives. Yep. And and Austin Carr scored his first career touchdown. For 510
1: for Breeze. Drew Drew will pick and, you apart. Yeah, and he did. And Taysom Hill with a red zone don't. or a, an end zone. like Just don't. What, Don? Just do just shaking your head. Don is
0: inconsolable once Taysom Hill steps on the field. Did you In- not see the double
1: hill formation?
0: Did yes. Josh oh, Hill some Hill out I wide?
1: saw the double hill formation. The hills have eyes. Poor of them. The Hills, the but the modern. Hills didn't have hands on that one. No, <laughs> no thank God. <laughs>
0: he didn't, Tom. <laughs> He's only scored one touchdown. I don't know why I let it bother me so much. Yeah. But it's just. I mean, it's just because you have so many shares of Alvin oh. Kamara and Michael Thomas that you want them to give the ball to them, those two guys, every single play. And it feels like they should. But when you run 60 plays a game, when you're scoring 50 points a game, the ball has to go <laughs> to some other guys at some point. Just to keep these guys fresh. You know, let them have the energy to just dance on the sideline. I don't know oh, if you that saw was that. Amazing. You know, you know, let them have that to enjoy yeah. themselves. And All let right. Traquan Smith have a big week every once in a while. And your boy, Taysom Hill. Let him get a touchdown every once in a while, Don. Fair there's enough. plenty to go around. Yeah. Uh, we brought up Cortland Sutton last week as a guy we weren't super hot about. Uh, he didn't put together a, a great performance. He put together a good performance, though. And because of that, that's something that we can work with going forward. Right. because. You know, Manny Sanders was banged up. He was in and out of the game. Manny Sanders himself made a couple of big catches. But Sutton kind of slid right into that role after, you know, a a down week last week. And he did this against a good defense and a really good secondary. So it's encouraging. He has 79 receiving yards in this game. It's only on three catches. But that last catch he made to put them in field goal range – Damn, did he look good. Oh, it was that. awesome. Across was the middle. Amazing. And he just, you know, he showed speed that I didn't know he had. So right. that one catch alone got him yeah. on the sheet for me. And if someone <laughs> dropped him in your league, go ahead and pick him back yeah. up and give him a shot. In that same league where I started Josh Adams as my running back, too, I started Courtland Sutton at my flex. <laughs> like I said, razor thin. <laughs> yeah. No razor kidding. thin. <laughs> I won that game handily, too. It's great. <laughs> team's so weird. We're at that point of the year, though. Oh, Uh, yeah. A pair of Panthers. They lost to the Lions, but that led to a lot of passing opportunity for Cam. And the benefactors of that were DJ Moore and Curtis Samuel. Both score again. And I got a stat for you guys. DJ Moore, Jarius Wright, and Curtis Samuel saw 15 catchable balls in the uh, Panthers-Lions game. And it caught all of the balls that were thrown their way that were catchable. Right. Devin Funches saw five catchable balls and dropped three of them. Ouch. So... There may be a passing of the torch going on in the uh, Carolina wide receiver core because Funches has been ineffective. Dropsies are a huge problem, and now Carolina's lost two straight and could find themselves in a really bad position in terms of wild card right. ramifications and, and they right now. A, and they play in a division where you know I haven't dived into their schedule too crazy. I'm sure they still play. I
1: have it up right now, and I'd love to talk about it. Tom, let's hear it. All right, so week 13, I'm going to skip 12. They get the Seattle Seahawks, so not a cupcake matchup. But, but 13, thir- yeah, 13, Tampa Bay, 14, Ooh. Cleveland, 15, New Orleans, 16, Atlanta. It doesn't get much better wow. than this. I think Cam Newton is poised for a, uh, a playoff run on fantasy teams all over the place. I think you can do worse than having any of these guys in your lineup at any of the any point in those games. Um they're just a good stash in case your studs are unavailable for whatever reason. You get an unexpected injury, things right. like that. I think you could plug in a Panther almost at any point in the rest of the season, Funches included. Uh Funches may still even lead the category for me, but I do like DJ Moore. We brought him up. We compared him to Steve Smith in the beginning of the year, and that's sort of the kind of game that he has been playing. So it's very exciting to see him uh kind of ball out here for the Panthers. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I think
0: he's going to be super matchup dependent with this offense, but... Like Tom obviously laid out, the matchups are so good. So even a guy like Curtis Samuel who you know some weeks doesn't really see a big target share, but when they're in games where there's you know a lot of points being scored and the game script goes in his favor, could really hit some huge plays. He's a big play type of guy, and he really made a nice catch in the end zone. Yeah, so absolutely. Yeah, some-
1: definitely load him out versus Tampa Bay versus uh, New Orleans, even Atlanta. But I actually – I might even backtrack on what I just said. I think I'm going to go purely DJ Moore here because – Uh, Marshawn Lattimore obviously still no joke. He's not been amazing this year, but he's still no joke. That's a true font. So the number two seems to have a really good uh, opportunity here with defenses that are just overall weak and letting up a ton of raw points.
0: And obviously he just came off a monster week, one of the best games of his young career. So hopefully that leads to more opportunity for him. We're gonna stay with that game. Bruce Ellington makes his Lions debut and immediately becomes the Lions' number two receiver. Right, Nine so targets turned into six catches for 52 yards. So Marvin Jones comes out of the game. That's the big thing. Yeah. That's a huge target share yeah. being lost. And they play Thanksgiving. It's Monday. Marvin Jones didn't practice Monday. He's already got a big-time uphill battle to play on Thanksgiving as well. So who's our wide receiver fill-in, Tom? It's Bruce Ellington. Doesn't matter what team. I you know. can always slot him I in, I know, right? man.
1: I know, I tried to get TJ Jones involved over here in the fantasy landscape a couple times, but, uh, my boy Bruce Ellington doesn't go away, and I'm damn proud of the guy. Uh, the problem is they do play Chicago this week, so temper your expectations. But down the line, you know, slot receivers, I always say it, they escape that banner coverage, and he's got Xavier Rhodes, Patrick Peterson, those guys in his sights. So right. when Galladay gets locked up with those guys, if Marvin Jones does not return, you'll see similar target shares as you did last week in and those weird, matchups.
0: And weirdly enough, our next guy on the sheet is actually Bruce Ellington's fill in yeah. slot receiver, Kiki QT from the Texans, who had himself a whale of a game. Yeah. I think the biggest fear. I think the biggest fear for this guy was is he gonna lose a lot of targets to Demarius Thomas? Demarius Thomas was a complete afterthought in this game. The Texans are using Kiki Qute in the slot, but they're also letting him run those deep Will Fuller type of routes that they're missing in the offense. So this guy has a lot of opportunity. He has a lot of speed, and he's got a good quarterback. I think I'd go pick him up. Yeah, and they're not going to have tough games like this against Washington down the stretch. They get each of the, um, they get the each of the AFC South teams down the stretch. Beautiful. The Texans do so. You know that's really. Nothing to be afraid of right now, uh, especially with Kiki Hute kind of saying, no, I'm still the number two, even though I was injured for a couple of uh, weeks. Right. Yeah, it was nice. It was was great to see Willie Sneed looking like a good target for Lamar Jackson. Uh, Fifteen pass attempts,
1: which I think uh,
0: matters, but Willie Sneed is just fine if he's going to get, you know, that enormous target share that he got yesterday. He's the Eric Decker of the Tim Tebow offense. There you go. So Tim Tebow used to throw the ball 10 times a game. He'd throw eight targets to Eric Decker. And Eric Decker was still a fantasy relevant wide receiver, even with Tim Tebow at quarterback. I think Willie Sneed stands to benefit even more than Eric Decker did with Tim Tebow as Lamar Jackson might just be a little bit more of a skilled passer. But these read options when you're, you know, There's a lot of dealing with the middle of the field on those. So that quick out in the middle of the field to Willie Snead is a nice, easy, quick read for Lamar Jackson. So as he stays in this week, which is very likely, Flacco doesn't seem like he's very close to returning. I could see a big game for Snead, especially your full PPR leagues. He'll probably get you that 10 points he has all year. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, Joe Flacco couldn't beat the Bengals, but Lamar Jackson did. And that's my weekly Lamar Jackson should be starting for the Ravens spiel. <laughs> oh, you got we got plenty more coming. Oh, I know. <laughs> and now I've got now I've got reinforcements coming with the two of you. <laughs> uh, a pretty decent tight end schedule, tight end slate of waiver wire. Heroes. There were four on the sheet. Yeah, that's there's a lot. never been more than two. I um, don't think. <laughs> Jordan Reed out there. Uh, Colt McCoy loves himself some tight ends, and Jordan Reed scored uh, when Colt McCoy came Colt out. McCoy. Alex Smith, just just get well man that's not a that's not an injury you look up Don't seek that out no no it was it was very no. bad it was disgusting yeah. i watched it you know in real time once and that was all i needed to see i didn't need yeah. to see slow mo i didn't need to see other angles that thing was that it wasn't part of his leg anymore no. his foot was not it part was of his thing. leg it was a thing it wasn't even his leg it was just something
1: yeah get better soon we'll yeah. see you
0: in next year maybe hopefully i mean he only had 1 year left on his deal i don't know hopefully it's not the last we've seen of him with our luck, he'll be like the quarterback of the Jets. Yeah, but anyway, getting back to Jordan Reed, he gets peppered by Colt McCoy. Yeah, you know, once once uh, Alex Smith comes out of this game, so could be something to uh, hang your hat on. Any tight end trend that is positive, we will give a shot. Yes, to. and they do play Thanksgiving. So if you're like me and you like playing fantasy guys on Thanksgiving, when you're in kind of like a coin flip scenario, you got that. Working. Looking forward to your yeah. uh, all Thanksgiving yes. plump pick list. Uh, today's news: Jameis <laughs> Winston will be starting. If you don't think I'm going back to that, well beautiful listeners of ruts like i'm going to the well i'm not picking plum picks or shutdowns on thanksgiving
1: for that because i know that yours yes. is just going to be all, i already
0: have them all Thanksgiving Wait, already have them good don't you worry Wait,
1: is the well you're mentioning cameron brait or your plum picks for thanksgiving
0: my plum picks for thanksgiving but we're also segueing that into but we'll cameron always Brate. go back to the cameron brait well especially because the bucks are going back to the james winston well james Tom, winston Tom, this is your starter. boy take the floor
1: yeah, I mean, O.J. Howard gets hurt in a pretty brutal-looking injury himself. Uh, he can't top Alex Smith in that regard, but it's going to be bad enough to keep him out, I would say. And uh, Cameron Brate, Jameis Winston, it's been a connection for a while. It's a real thing. Look it up. Um, but, I mean, I trust Cameron Brate from here on out. If you're a Jimmy Graham owner, a guy who breaks his thumb, it looks like he's still going to play, but he's been so disappointing. I
0: already told I mean, you to go out, up on him. Yep.
1: Yeah, I know, but go out and get Cameron Bray because now you're actually getting uh, a talented replacement-level guy. You're not going with a Ricky Seals-Jones coin flip. You're going with a guy who's locked in for some targets and some red zone looks in an offense that always uses the tight end and in an offense that just gets – well, their team gets destroyed. So then their offense has to throw and throw and throw and throw and throw. And and that's really what you want in fantasy. Garbage points, they count just the same.
0: Right, right. And even if Fitzpatrick comes back in, you know – with Howard out, it's going to be the Brate show. So even if it's just Patrick, I think Brate will still sustain. Uh, maybe not to the extent of OJ Howard. But with Jameis in the game, this guy's a tight end one, I think. And uh, I think that he should be added everywhere, even if you have another tight end. If you have a guy like Jared Cook, if you have a guy like David and Joku, who sometimes just flat out burn you, pick this guy up and try and play the matchups, I think. Yeah, why not? Absolutely. Um, another guy, Johnny Smith. I mean, we talked about this guy a lot. It does seem like he's a real factor for the Titans, and even if Blaine Gabbard has to go in Marcus Mariota's stead, right. I think we're going to be all right. No, I think I think that he might even be better off with Gabbard yeah. because he saw eight targets in that game, and a lot of them came when Gabbard was the quarterback. He's getting better and better as this year goes on, gaining more and more confidence, you can tell. And, uh, you know, for those reasons, this week he goes six for 44, which is a great – tight end stat line last two weeks before that he scores a touchdown so he's trending in the right direction oh yeah you know this is a guy that you can see probably getting more targets and more involvement with Corey Davis I think these are the two you know guys in their passing offense so if you're gonna take a shot on tight end why not take a shot on a guy who seems like he's pretty locked into some targets yeah um I'm not really sure how to say this Jeff Herman. Jeff <laughs> Um but he's on the list. He, he's getting peppered too, man. He is. He really is. Yeah, Keenan's been peppering him, and uh, and at this point, like that's what we need. Yes, you more know, than like, anything. You know, when you are looking at these guys that you have, even in Joku, sometimes he just bombs you out with a one-point performance. He catches one ball on one target or, you know, someone, you know, all these tight ends are like that, really. Eric Ebron goes Bagelsville on you. John Smith and Jeff Uriman are guys who are getting targets every single week. They're playing a huge snap share. So if you're scared about a guy getting you zero, you can put one of these guys in and they'll get you at least yeah, three or four. Absolutely. Um, some other Don't guys, you wish
1: it was Jake Butt, though?
0: Yes. Oh, with all my heart. Butt Stuff 2019. <laughs> yeah, it's gotta yeah, 20, be delayed. It's 2019 now. Yeah. It might be 2020. That dude's had three that's his third ACL surgery. Oh my god. Yeah, don't soul. tell me that. That poor soul. Yeah,
1: man. Hmm. Uh speaking I mean, of, I know it, but just don't tell me it. Oh, sorry, my bad. Uh so <laughs> before
0: we move into the slate, uh, Scott, you brought something up. It's uh you know, people like to refer to the fall as uh as cuffing season. That's yeah, when a cold. lot of relationships start, you want to have somebody around for you know the fall Instagram um, BS. The, the picks at the pumpkin. You know yeah. the picks at the pumpkin, pumpkin patch, patch pictures. Picking peckers pickles. Right, but in, I'm lost. but in, in fantasy football, there's you know it's cuffing season now in fantasy football as well. Yeah, but a different kind of cuffing is handcuffing season. As you look at these schedules and you look at these teams, um, you know before we, you know as we're recording, we're in the pregame stage of Rams Chiefs. It's a huge game, not only for records, home field advantage, what have you. It's a huge game for the players, and if they're going to be playing in the important weeks of fantasy football, yeah, you know if the Rams if the Rams are now what they'd be ten and one going uh, going in the bye, the winner of this game is going to be ten and one, and the loser is going to be nine and two. And we're talking. The winner has an insane str- – you know, I guess the Rams will still do a battle with the Saints, but both will have an insane stranglehold on a yeah. bye for the playoffs. If the Chiefs win, they're two games clear of anybody else in the AFC. Both of these two teams are two teams that have had no problem sitting people in the past. So right now it's cuffing season. Yeah. Go out there and pick up Spencer Ware if you own Kareem Hunt. Pick up Malcolm Brown if you own Todd Gurley. You know, pick up even DeAndre Washington from the Saints if you own Alvin Kamara. Just someone in the mix that you can put on the end of your bench that might get yeah. 20 carries in these big weeks. Austin Eckler, another name on Scott's list, but he's probably people are People are fading him pretty bad right yeah. now, though. And, you know, Todd Gurley has been so good. I think Rod Smith is another one I'd throw in a Zeke handcuff. Yeah. You know, if you have the roster space, it's That's a big season. one. Yeah, for sure. All right, now let's run down the slate Packers Seahawks a very entertaining game a very frustrating game if you're a fake Packers fan like I am um, Mike McCarthy should not have been the coach going into this season I could probably give you the argument that he shouldn't have been the coach going into last season I mean it's time it was time a long time ago I don't know how you have the best quarterback talent I'm not gonna go there with the whole Brady thing but the best quarterback talent that we've ever seen is Aaron Rodgers Mahomes is probably gonna change our minds on that but again another story for another day and you've appeared in one Super Bowl, like something's got to change. And you know everything else around him has changed. And you know Rodgers isn't going to go anywhere. It's time. Yeah, I mean they're not very good. That being said, Chris Carson had they a great also, game. They all they don't have a very great roster either. And uh, as much as it burns us, God, I was happy to see Doug Baldwin come back. Oh, I know. Oh my God! Seven yeah, I for fifty-two and a TUD, just a perfect Doug Baldwin game. Yep, he had another. He absolutely that got Russ peppered. Yeah, yeah, and Russ missed him on a wide open twenty-five yard touchdown. Like yeah. you said, this could, could have been two. a monster game, yeah. a near one hundred yard two touchdown
1: game. Doug is back. Yes, I'm in on Doug. Doug you trust back,
0: him? Sure. You trust him? Yeah, I do. We've said I this before. I think for me, it would depend too. on like
1: the um, the construction of my team at this point. If my team was a little more desperate, you know, I'll go for the desperate D, Doug Baldwin. Right. But if I'm if I'm doing well and I've got other guys that I can play instead of him. And you know, I, I'm probably already seated to make the playoffs. I think I'll I'll go for uh sitting him and hopefully he catches fire for those fantasy playoffs. But in this meantime, I, I don't trust him yet, but I, I totally get it if you're desperate and you need players was, that have that ceiling.
0: Right. Yeah. What was really nice for I agree with you fully. What was really nice for Doug Baldwin though is this game comes on the heels of him saying you know, this week has been the first week I've woken up without pain in my knee. You know, I've been able to get through practice as a full participant. Like, I am legitimately 100% now. And now, once he says that, you see him go out there and catch seven balls and score a touchdown. You know, everything is trending in the right direction for Doug to make that comeback. You know, they have that, that second half still, time. I know we're running out of games, but he can still do it. Yeah. I
1: know. And I hope he does.
0: All right, gentlemen. Bengals, Ravens. Lamar has arrived to the tune of 27 carries Tom before we started recording you said you had some stats that you wanted to reel off so I'm gonna give you that opportunity
1: now yeah I know Scott's got a lot of my uh Lamar Jackson stats but I'm gonna throw I you some Michael it's
0: a lot of love I'm gonna heap down same
1: <laughs> I'm gonna throw you some Michael Vick ones because as we know this coordinator was one and the same uh he was the one who uh brought Michael Vick out into the scene and let him run loose the same way Lamar Jackson huh. did so with this um, he averaged in 2000 uh, let me see here 10 11 and 12 those are the banner years for Michael Vick uh, 2010 Vick. he averaged eight point3 uh, attempts a game rushing 5.8 the following year 6.2 the next game or the next year so those are more along the lines of the numbers that you should expect i don't think you're going to see this many rushes every single game maybe you'll see a little bit more than those michael vick averages but obviously in some of those games michael vick michael vick rushed the ball you know in the double digits the I problem is is not every game is going to go that way i feel like and you have to, saw
0: something that made them feel like they could do this with lamar as his first nfl start and they'd be fine with it
1: like I yeah really well it's kind that, of like it's kind of like you have a quarterback throw a screen pass to get him feeling good. This is his screen pass, right? He yeah. is He's a runner. They want to let him get out there and do that sort of thing. And I am not saying to pump the brakes on him at all. I think, you know, he's a full go. We've talked about his schedule. It's, it's literally amazing. next um,
0: um,
1: Yeah, insane. but some of the problems that arise from a, a style of play like this, Michael Vick only played 16 games once in his career. Um, Lamar Jackson is going to take some hits if he's rushing this many times and it, it, it might not wind up so pretty. You see his backup, Robert Griffin, III, has, uh, gone from rookie of the year to, you know, can't even get paid by subway for his ads anymore. So it, there's something to, <laughs> there's something to monitor he about it there now. <laughs> yeah. I think they've got to, um, they've got to even out this rushing and passing, uh, You know, divide with him. They've got to get it closer to even. I think he's still going to rush around ten times a game, and I think you can't find that anywhere else. He had the most rushing attempts of any quarterback since 2014. Tim Tebow most rushing. uh, It's actually uh, Colin Kaepernick. Oh,
0: wow! Awesome.
1: Yeah. Okay. But um, it's numbers that we haven't seen in a very, very, very long time, and it's a unique weapon in the fantasy game right now oh, yeah. obviously he scores like a rushing touchdown something his day is is forever changed he's going to be in the 20s all the time I mean, this was a little bit of a low performance but it was so encouraging because the the floor that he can offer how many right? other quarterbacks he, can it,
0: give you 15 without scoring a touchdown he didn't have a touchdown yeah of any kind that's he didn't get a rushing touchdown yeah. he didn't get a passing touchdown and he still puts together a 15 point performance this dude can get five yards on a run on command it is, it was yeah. against Insane the Bengals to see him get to the corner and get out of bounds, yeah. just walking the ball up the field yeah. for them. It was he just played the best yeah. defense he's going to play for the rest of the year. If he can keep this job, which of course I think he should, but uh, anyway, uh, that's enough Lamar for now. We've also got a full week you preview. Sure? Yeah. For now. <laughs> All right. I'll pull and pick him next week. It's is no it point. enough though? No, but we got to move on. Cause <laughs> we're going to run long. If we don't uh, Cowboys Falcons, uh, Julio again, three straight weeks. Now he's scored. Awesome. Zeke was unbelievable, two hundred total yards and a five out of six I believe it's five out of six weeks with hundred yards, four straight hundred yard games, three straight games with touchdowns. So he Monster. is balling yeah. right now. Yeah. And, Scott, uh, you
1: traded for him at the right time.
0: Yeah, it seems like I might have pulled the trigger at the right time in one of the leagues that I had him. I was trying for a month, though, so maybe my timing was a little <laughs> early then. But um, I'm happy to have him in the leagues where I do, and you should be as well. Yeah, it's, I don't think they're slowing down anytime soon. They get the Saints Monday uh, Thanksgiving night, which is going to be an awesome they're game. They're getting desperate, too. You yeah, know? They, they really need wins now. So that They really needed be... to win sunday i know that was a big game for them but uh uh, dak bails you out with another rushing touchdown you you love it he's he's been you know this was supposed to be a much better game for him i think the game script didn't exactly work out in his favor we thought he was gonna have to throw the ball a lot more maybe scramble a lot more but zeke just really handled this defense and uh you know i think there's nothing to be afraid of for the cowboys offense or dak as well because another team with absolute cake matchups down the stretch yeah
1: yeah dak turned in a good performance um with Amari Cooper in the offense, he has a higher QBR. He's passing the ball more attempts per game, even in this game where Zeke goes crazy. So there's a lot to be excited about for the passing attack of that offense and where it stands. Yeah. Bucks, Giants, the Bucks brought the points back. Thank God. Saquon was today. very happy
0: to hear that uh Odell wait Benjamin. how
1: come we didn't talk about Peyton Barber this guy turned in a great day um if he's out there in your leagues this could be a guy that helps you out down the stretch for sure uh not everyone's as crappy as the Giants but uh, if, if they're gonna give him goal Peyton line now. work like
0: that yeah You're yeah right. I mean that's, um, that's good a good point we did mention him last week though as well yeah and, and a couple but of he's still so
1: his ownership is still probably so low yeah. um I think he's totally worth a claim. At the running back position, I always say you're not just going to find guys out there no. uh, getting that kind of work and that kind of goal line work. This is really exactly what you want in a running back. It's it's unsexy as it gets, but he turned in a good performance down the stretch last year, and hopefully he can do the same thing this year.
0: Yeah, I'm rooting Agreed. for it. Agreed. I think it's a good call, Tom. I think you, could, you might as well. Put him on the end of your bench, and, you know, he's the kind of guy where you throw him on there. You see what happens. This guy could easily be a yeah. starter for you down the stretch, and, you know, if, even if he sits on the end of your bench, it's, it's better than someone else owning him. Mike Evans back in a big way. It's a big theme My for God. receivers this week. Dives on the fumble. Yeah, Dougie B catches the long touchdown from Jameis, which was encouraging. Him, like, you know, what's annoying about Evans sometimes is, like, the games where he doesn't go off, They don't throw the ball deep to him. He is such a good deep receiver. He's so good getting off of his coverage at the line of scrimmage that, you know, some weeks they don't take deep shots to him, just deep. I'm talking just straight up go routes. Yeah. And it seems like every time he gets one of those, he scores. Right.
1: Well, that's how he came onto the scene. If you remember when uh, in his breakout year, it was all long touchdowns. And then he became, you know, just target monster. And now it's just like whatever they feel like that week. I think if they can get the quarterback position solved and I said at the beginning of the year that I think that organization needs to make heads roll a little bit. Yeah. Um they need to if they can keep Mike Evans and they can, you know, keep well, him happy. Mega you know, paid co- him. I know, I was just gonna say, it, but these contracts, you know, they mega paid Brock Osweiler too. Look how that worked out. Yeah. Point um yeah, so I think that they need to build, you know, the civilization back around him. There's so much he can do. I think he can really do, honestly, everything. Yeah. Um, it would be nice, the our, be nice uh, if the Bucks figured that out. Yeah.
0: Someone to pay attention to, one of our darling uh, number two wide receivers, Sterling Shepard really clunked in this game, and it was a game where, you know, you'd really expect him to have a big one. So, you know, you might want to back off of him a little bit. He really hasn't shown out that much, He's been really touchdown dependent this year, and I mean, I like him as a player, but this offense is not sustaining him as a fantasy option right now. Right. I agree with that. Uh, we'll move on. Steelers, Jags. Comeback City. Comeback City. I mean, the Steelers didn't really deserve to win this game, but I guess the Jags no, they didn't, didn't deserve to win it more. Um, just, to, I mean, Connor with an absolute clunker, inexplicably only gets like seven carries and three catches. like the like Steelers. Well, man. did
1: you see him drop the game winner? Oh, I Oh, my God. I, I did. did. That was bad. Painful. And I saw a funny tweet where it was just like, James Connor owners don't get to complain. No, and I don't. thought that's, that's <laughs> so true.
0: It is so true. In the same way that Le'Veon Bell. Shareholders didn't get it. Oh, to get my played. RB one off the waiver didn't score another touchdown. Sad.
1: <laughs> yeah. He only got me eight points and I picked him in the twelfth round. <laughs> Maybe Shut the best keeper opportunity
0: in the last ten years. Yeah. All all Connor owners. <laughs> Anybody anything else? All Connor owners, me especially, we'll live. You know, yeah. we'll live. You're gonna have to. Yeah. And we'll live to see days. Days. Your record
1: yeah. if you have James Connor, your record is fine. Yeah. Yes. You can probably catch an L or
0: two. Yeah. Uh, yeah Houston goes into Washington gets the win it was an ugly game and that was before Alex Smith's it. leg got folded like a some paper crane <laughs> um,
1: I don't know it looks like it hurts De-
0: really bad DeAndre Hopkins is so good that catch he is man. so good he made that look so much easier than it actually was yeah and you know I think just strictly catching the football he's the best receiver
1: he's the best
0: yeah I think I, I just think it's impossible to football. argue against that yeah just that catching the football. I'm not yeah. going to give him the whole repertoire with route running and and all those type of things. But if that ball is near that man, he catches it every single time. Yeah. And it is so. You cool. put him
1: in a pool. You put him in a pool with some other guys, and you throw up a ball, and you say, "This one's worth 200 points." Uh, DeAndre Hopkins catches that one every single jackpot. time. Oh, he He'd wins uh, jackpot. Yeah, he's
0: he's never lost. He yeah. wins jackpot every time. Yeah. <laughs> never lost. It, <laughs>
1: If it was an Olympic sport, uh, he should consider retiring from football and uh, <laughs> playing pool jackpot to just get gold medals. for Professional
0: the ball catcher. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Professional <laughs> ball catcher. Love it. <laughs> Me too. Uh, for Washington. And AP, the dreads
1: don't get wet.
0: No. AP, two touchdowns for Washington. Another inactive Chris Thompson week. I mean, dude. Can, we,
1: can I drop him? Uh, yes, yeah. Yeah, not, definitely. Right? I mean, but
0: I'll tell you who you shouldn't drop. That's AP. Yeah. He's going to get fed with Colt McCoy playing quarterback. Yes, he is. He's going to get fed. This is one of the, you know, craziest. He's one of the craziest players. This we haven't as a show story. talked about this enough. Yeah. How his good story he's and his time, you know, his lineage throughout the season is Amazing. Yeah. From a guy who was a complete afterthought to a guy who wasn't RB1 to a guy who's clunked. Now he's making his comeback. It's just like he's been all over the place. Wow. It looked like he tore his meniscus. Didn't he dislocate his shoulder earlier this year? You know, he's yes. There's been so much going on with AP. But look, it's week twelve, and he is
1: still standing.
0: Awesome. Awesome. The funny
1: thing is, is we're like, he's gonna get hurt. And we weren't wrong, but he just doesn't care. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Unbelievable. an injury that would usually sideline a thirty-year-old running, thirty-plus-year-old running back, just, uh, just doesn't really <laughs> doesn't do it for him. So yeah. they're, they're, he's going to have to get hit by like a Mack truck to be out at this point. I tweeted the other day that he's unkillable, and um, I Mack, really am starting to believe. A it. Mack
0: truck? Do they play the Bears? Oh,
1: nice. <laughs> <laughs> That's a nice one.
0: A Mack truck ran through the Titans when Indian when they went to Indianapolis this week. Marlon, nice yeah, one, Dan. there you go. Um, That wasn't a good one. Thank you. The (laughs) Titans go from beating the Patriots by 24 to losing to the Colts by 28. Titans football. They tightened it up. Well,
1: Andrew Luck, baby, dude. He's better than
0: Brady. I'll say it one more time. Seven straight games with at least three passing touchdowns. Hashtag stats. For Andy. Love it. And he almost caught one for the gang. What a comeback for the guy. If
1: Uh, he caught that, my God. I
0: would still be screaming about it. Yeah,
1: I think so. (laughs) I know we've talked about it a lot yeah from new york yeah
0: all right um that was awkward uh (laughs) panthers i thought we lost time you still there tom yeah
1: i am here oh thank god i
0: thought tom had something he wanted to expand upon but i guess not (laughs) uh panthers lions uh close game but the lions pull it out at home they get the bears at home this week graham gano could have been a uh big loser he misses yeah. an extra point, forces the the Panth- Not doesn't doesn't force the Panthers to a go chippy to it. field goal too. He missed, but basically forces the Panthers hand because Riverboat Ron can't stay away from doing the gambling, you know, the risky type of move in football. He goes for two, and they lose this game. Cam has a guy wide open and just completely biffs on him. But um, you know, it was nice to see Greg Olson score in this game, yeah. although he only had two catches and nine yards. But you have to keep rolling him out. Obviously, he's one of the better tight ends in the league, even with that stack line. Yep. And uh, you know, looking over to the Lions, I mean, Kenny freaking Galladay, what a catch! Maybe the catch of the year. That's what I shouted out when I saw it. You know, he kind of dropped it. He did kind of drop it at the end, but. You know, yeah. it's weird because once you get into the end zone, once you have possession and you hit the ground, it's a touchdown. So, like, he can bobble a little bit, I think. Yeah. And it was okay. Right. But, you know, if that was, like, out on the field, if that was, like, on the one-yard line, it might have been an incompletion, yeah. which is welcome weird. to the NFL. Very but, weird. Uh, a,
1: lot, a lot like that Anthony Miller touchdown as well. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah a lot like that right. one, too. Good point.
0: Oh, God. I can't wait to see Galladay on Thanksgiving.
1: If Anthony Thanksgiving Miller's Sunday. available, we brought him up, too. But, I mean, he's playing out of his mind. He, he got a big...
0: Oh, yeah. Uh, Broncos Chargers. Case Keenum brings this team back from the oblivion, from Vance Joseph getting fired over the weekend. The Chargers aren't supposed to charge her out like this anymore. This was yeah. our year we weren't going to get this, man. Well, that was so Chargers of them. Oh, yes. so Chargers. But Phil gets you 400. He throws two picks, but he gets two <laughs> touchdowns. You know, this, this team, fantasy-wise, is just so rock solid. Yeah. Keenan Allen's in the midst of another Keenan Allen breakout. The heater. Yeah, you know, this is his heater. It's not as hot as last year, so no. I'm hoping the heat gets uh, cranked up a little bit with this loss. I mean, but... I don't know that anyone was ever as hot as he was last year. No, for I mean, it was a, week it was an all-time pace for sure, but, you know, it, once he do it once, I expect it from you all the time. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you... <laughs> it's on film, Keenan. We get know it, it happened. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Raiders Cardinals. You guys obviously saw the bickering between Carr and John Gruden all game. That happens every week. Does it really? Yeah, every week they're like. I mean, I don't pay attention to Raiders. Yeah, Gruden just cranking. They got to blow.
1: They they screwed up so bad. It's it's not a good situation over there. And they're going to change cities. I mean, it's just
0: they're playing at UNLV Stadium next year. Nice, yeah, Lobos, baby. Sure. No, that's UNLV is running rebels. Oh, that's New Mexico. Lobos, New, New Mexico Mexico's State. Lobos, yeah, they they could play there too. Who cares? It's yeah. the Raiders. They're going to be terrible. Uh, Jared Cook scores on his only catch. No, he he three went balls. to Jared. Oh, he caught two balls. Yeah. Whoa. Derek Carr will go to Jared if they put him on the field. Yeah, he man. wasn't on the field at all for the comeback drive. Another thing to pay attention to, I mean, this receiving core is destroyed. Uh, Brandon LaFell ruptures his Achilles. I'm not going to go out there and say these are waiver wire ads. But Seth Roberts has been there for years, and he gets a lot of targets. Marcel Aitman was a seventh-round pick, but the dude is big, he's fast, and he's good. He played with uh, Mason Rudolph last season. We brought him up in the rookie. We, we brought, brought him rookie up. Episode. Yeah, he didn't go all the way until the seventh round. but, yeah. but he's out there now, and it looks like he's going to start yeah. on the outside. So, I mean, like I said, I wouldn't be adding these guys right now. Yeah. But they're just the names to to consider. Right. Okay. They're
1: not waiver wire heroes. They're waiver wire sidekicks.
0: Yes. Yes. There you go. Definitely. Perfect. Uh, Eagles Saints, um, I mean. See what happened was the
1: Eagles.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, no, the Saints I, I are don't know. really, really good. Yes, and like they're almost. The just are we not the giving their... the wrong time? Are we not giving
1: the Saints' defense credit enough anymore? Because they blank the Bengals, they blank the Eagles. Like and they we, they were a very good defense last year. Are we just, just not started, giving them enough credit.
0: They just started really cold, and I think we're not. I think we need to start giving them credit. I think all of these bright green number one overall matchups that you see against New Orleans may have been you know, a product of game script and this team scores so many points that the defense was allowing points as well. Now both are working in perfect harmony,
1: particularly when they're
0: playing at home. Teams can't get within 35 points. Yeah. <laughs> it's just crazy. amazing what they've they're scored, doing right now. They've scored more points in the last three games than the Buffalo bills have scored the entire season. Hashtag. Stats. I saw that earlier today. It's Nuts. unbelievable. God. Nuts.
1: Another uh, crazy stat is that was the biggest blowout from a, uh, the biggest margin of, uh, loss By defending Super Bowl champion the next year ever. Ever. One
0: more. Ever. Drew Brees has thrown more passing touchdowns than Thomas Morstead has punts Uh,
1: this season. 25
0: uh, passing uh, touchdowns uh, to 21 uh, punts. uh, (laughs) unbelievable absurd awesome absurd.
1: that's fucking cool
0: <laughs> so cool and mahomes is on pace for that to have that same statistic as well you guys we saw that it. video right at dustin colquitt yeah i saw the colquitt week. video he's like oh, that was that, funny thanks for going three and out pat i haven't punted it
1: in like three weeks felt <laughs> <laughs> so good to get back out there <laughs>
0: yeah, that's awesome yeah vikings bears um Interesting game. The Bears kind of controlled it all the way through. Legitimizing game for the Bears as I believe an NFC contender. Yes, I think absolutely. His defense is deep. I think the offense is deep, and yeah. if Mitch can continue to snake around that field and make enough throws, they can beat anybody in the entire league, in my opinion. Tom, you had a he great take so on. T- Tom, you had a great take on Trubisky. I want you to say it on the show because you tweeted it out yesterday.
1: Yeah, it was uh, only QB you can play at Soldier Field is Mitch Trubisky. I
0: completely agree. Oh, agreed. Because Kurt yeah. got swallowed by the Soldier Field. Oh man, last he night. was really bad. He was the brutal. only
1: person who played there who played well was I think uh, Aaron Rodgers. That, they were home, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was that Soldier Week Field, one. when he made that comeback.
1: Yeah, so and it's it been a long complete. time. It's been ten long weeks since then. They're they're a new ball club. No they game. are uh, they are nothing to mess with at home, yeah. and they weren't last year. But it's it's. The statistics bear out. Nice. That it's uh it's been taken to a new level. I Very love nice. this team. I really do. Yeah.
0: I like watching them. I like rooting for them. Let's go Bears. We've been in on them since the beginning of the season, too.
1: Yeah, it's I just that... been cool to see them
0: actually not only pan out in a fantasy perspective the way that we hoped, but they're also like a, a damn good football team. Yeah. It's cool. And they're fun to watch. No doubt. No yeah. doubt. And so are the Vikings. I think that they'll have better weeks. I mean, uh, I think Thielen will have better weeks as well, but this was just a Diggs game. Yeah. Diggs saw eight targets in that this was game that was
1: absurd and Diggs can is... you blame them though he was going nuts yeah when he would get the ball he would float around and get three he to four dancing. extra yards yeah. just yeah i mean it, he was he was really feeling it and that's the kind of you know the hot hand fallacy you know yeah. it's not really a real thing but you, you feed that guy when you can
0: yeah um yeah.
1: no doubt oh i had another thing
0: oh Diggs. that was his sixth touchdown in six career games against the bears wow yeah hashtag Good to know for daily yeah
1: he's the bear slayer <laughs> yeah Yeah, there you go kidding
0: uh chiefs rams tonight i can't wait all right let's end this it's about to start yeah um (laughs) we got to make a special announcement though because the week 12 preview episode is dropping
1: tomorrow we are dropping it before
0: thanksgiving we know you guys have a lot of great things going on back to back well there's a lot of
1: games on thanksgiving too and they start early so it's like when are you gonna listen to it? And yeah. how is it gonna help you? So we gotta put it out a day yes. early. We did this last year, and we probably will do it the same way next year.
0: Yeah, And guess what? All of my plum picks are gonna be guys who play on Thanksgiving. <laughs> I'll let you guys I'll let the gears turn a little bit. We'll see uh we'll see how that goes. In the meantime, check us out at rutsff on Twitter. Scott is at Hillier Scott's at Hillier FF. Tom is at Wags FF. I am at <laughs> Why So Serious? <laughs> the show is also on Instagram straight flexing. Woo! Woo! at ruts FF as well we will see everybody tomorrow because we're going to miss you so much but in the meantime you got about 18 hours left keep going. <laughs>